Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 128, presented by Parse so. Rum. I love Parse, you love Parse. Uh, last night in Miami, someone yelled at me about Parse. Have you guys had Parse lately? Yes. I haven't had it in a little bit, actually. Me and me and two teammates shared a bottle this week. And we plant, planted a tree. That's just good, clean fun for the whole team, huh? Our bad. That's why we've won 10 in a row. Ten in Have a you row. actually? Yep. I hope are you, hot. I hope you come into Iowa on 16 straight and we just crush your hopes and dreams and send you guys home. Nashville's crushing our hopes and dreams anyway. That team doesn't lose. How many games back are you guys? I think five. Still? Bro, they, I'm telling you, they don't lose. It's incredible. And it's only the top team that makes the playoffs, right? Yeah, from our division. I was really hoping that you guys would come to our place and like – the playoffs on the line and then we could like have some like interesting games i know that's what we just had this last week it was awesome like we won every game oh my god you're still five and a half back they're 86 and 55 you're, you're trying to catch the yankees literally jeez no but if they were the yankees everybody would be panicking about them <laughs> that's true that's a good point you make a good point dakota yes sir is mervis the best hitter ever <laughs> i mean I don't know. Let me see if I can pull up his stats this year. But he's hitting something like 305 with 36 homers and like 120 RBIs. Wasn't he a late-round pick? Yeah. And I I think he had like kind of a tough year last year. And then this year he's just been – here's his stats. three. This is in 2022. Hitting 310, 34 homers, 113 RBIs, 985 OPS. What did he do? I don't know, man, but he just would love to follow him around for a week. He's unbelievable at hitting. It's incredible to watch. I see uh, Cohen is always just tweeting that he's breaking one of Chris Bryant's minor league records. Dude, he's fucking impressive. It's insane. How how old is he? 24, probably. 20, not, he's not super young because he came from Duke. Duke. He is, yeah, he's 24. That's pretty impressive season. Nice. Dakota's out. Out of bed. All right. Well, it was really nice of Dakota to join us for all of five minutes. It's appreciated. He's gone. I honestly don't even want him back. Wow. No, sick and tired of it. Is that, you're going to die soon here too? You said your computer. I don't know yeah, what just happened. I'm going to be out. That, no, my screen literally just locked out of nowhere. I don't know. That was weird. Listen, Dakota, I understand like you weren't here last week. You're like, maybe if I show up for five minutes this week, <laughs> I can bounce out. Nobody will notice. <laughs> I'm playing hooky. For, for a good 45. It's all we're asking for, right? Last week, we, it was like the craziest scheduling of all time. I was available the whole time. It was you and Zach that were busy. I was always like, yeah. Just tell me when, except for the day I had a day game, which was like a Tom, Wednesday. Tom, does that sound right to you? Does that sound correct? I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think that's an accurate representation of what happened. You didn't what? Lap, your laptop was somewhere in America, oh, Jacksonville and Iowa. We didn't that's even true. know where. All right. Fair enough. Hand up. Yeah, hand you up. shipped that's your laptop. Yeah, why are you without, shipping your laptop? What are we doing? It was in my suitcase. I put my suitcase on the truck that got trucked back to Iowa because I had to carry my clubs 
onto the airplane so I could golf. What would you do, Ian? I dare you to tell me you'd pick your suitcase over your golf. You clothes. put them. You put your computer Just in your put backpack. Your laptop in your backpack. No, because then my backpack's all clunky for the flight, and I don't like it being that heavy. Well, that, then you don't day. care about. Then what you're saying is you care more about your comfort. I'm gonna be honest with about you. This podcast. I didn't even think about it. I didn't. It didn't even cross my mind. That's how. That's bad. I know. I didn't hand up. That's on me. So speaking of last week, how we weren't able to, or I was not able to um, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Can I we yell at Zach? Why hey, are we all yelling at me? I didn't make the schedule. Unbelievable. Hey, but I want to share how Ian Happ is a great podcaster and a great person as well. He left some batting practice batting practice tickets for my dad, brother, and two of his friends. And he was gracious enough to give my brother two bats, say what's up, you know, chop it up for a little bit. And they were very, very thankful. I couldn't thank him enough. Um, and you didn't have to do that. And I want to say thank you again, Ian. And so do they. So, Which brother? Uh, it was Brady because Avery's down in Georgia. He just got an assistant golf pro job. Avery did. Sick. Down at a country club in Georgia. I asked, uh, shout out Brady. He's a big fan of the pod. I asked, I asked Brady if, uh, if he was swinging three and a halfs. He's got so much of you in him. He was like, look at these arms. Think I'm swinging three and a half? No, it's like 33. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, um, three and a halfs is what I got. And I brought him out a couple, but you don't steal them from him. All right. Your bats are too heavy for me, too. Your knobs are huge on those things. On the three and a halves? The knob is you have like a flared nail on. You have an I-13, don't you? A flared yeah. handle. Jim Bro- <clears throat> I'm not a big flare guy, even though it's probably better because it's probably more balanced. Jim Brony uses that one with the like the big ass knob underneath the hands. The Goldschmidt one. Yeah. And he, how's he doing? Is he pretty good? Is he raking? Paul, no, like how's Paul Goldschmidt? Like oh, yeah. player? Yeah. Decent. Uh is it possible? To have triple crowns in both leagues. Like, can both leagues have yeah. a different triple yes. crown winner? Well, yes. I mean, saying this year, Goldschmidt is. I think he's he's kind of fell off a little bit. He's only a little bit over 300. What a, what a bum. What? Paul Goldschmidt's been struggling? I don't believe you. Uh, we were actually talking about in the locker room the other day. I don't think that he's, like, up for. Um, well, Pete Alonzo started hitting a bunch of homers and right. driving in a bunch of runs. Right. But Tom, do you want to talk about Aaron Judge? Maybe, maybe a triple crown. Goldschmidt's last 15 games, 241 average, 349 OBP, 440 slugging, uh, two homers, seven RBIs, nine. He's got 35, he got 35 homers, 112 RBIs, and he's hitting 322. Inexcusable. Yeah, if, if that's struggling, then I want to struggle like that, you know? But I don't think any of those things are leading the league, which is how about the Grand. resurgence of Judge? Like Judge got down to like two eighty something this year, didn't he? Or two seventy, maybe? Just keep going. And now he's. That's why you stay in the fight. Stay, stay in, the, in fight. the fight. Just keep going. Hey, more important fact: Yankees. Somebody's getting close to being back. I think he might be activated tonight. Somebody. Whoa! I don't know if you can say that. Is that breaking news? I'm pretty sure you can't say tonight that. or tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Nobody Did he throw his rehab on him? Guys are really excited about Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader activated today. Whoa. That's not even close to the most important Yankee to be back. Clean shaven, no hair for Bader. 
New York's own. I'm a terrible friend, Zach, but did Scott already throw his rehab outing? Yeah, so funny story. So you know how the Jets and Browns played on Sunday? Oh, we got the I loss. He out, stinks. I found out that the Jets won during the game that we were playing on Sunday. So as soon as our game was over, I didn't look at any of my texts. I just jumped directly to our group message with Scott in it, and I was just saying how bad the Browns were, how much of a joke of an organization they were. And then I happened to like put two and two together, and I was like, oh, shit. Scott said his day sucked. I was assuming that it was just the Browns as well. I don't think he really lost sleep over his rehab assignment, but no, but I went back and looked, and I think he gave up a homer, gave up a hit, or a few three, hits. Th- three hits, two runs, one homer. Yeah. I want to. I'm going to ask him right now when the last homer he gave up was because I feel like it was. He said St. Louis, I think. Yeah, like I feel like it was forever ago. And um, hey, Triple A's hard, man. Triple A's fucking you. hard league, man. But. You know, so I rubbed it in his face, but I was like, ah, I hope he didn't really throw bad. And then I looked and I was like, Ugh. but like you said, I doubt he's too. No, he just, he said he he's felt not really losing good. sleep over it. He said yeah. he felt really good. So that's really all that matters. I would, I would lose sleep over the Browns if I were him. What a joke. <sighs> Yikes. Oh, Ian, too. Ian's a huge Browns guy. Sorry, man. Yeah, it's tough. <sighs> yeah, Browns, Bears. <laughs> what about your Steelers? They won, right? No, nope, they uh, lost. They lost. Uh, yeah, the tough. yeah, yeah, tough. Yeah. <laughs> Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Real grinder, real grinder of a week. But then, you know what? Stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. Week. I think we need a new segment where it's Ian updating us on how all of his football teams did for the last week, and it just goes for the whole episode. It's like 45 it, It'd be long. me and Zach telling him how his football teams did. No, you know, the Bearcats had a good week. Bearcats had a good week. Um Took down uh, Miami of Ohio. It was tough, tough, tough first half, tough, tough first half. Um, but they scored late, and then they they really kept it going. The second half, good win, good win, baby. Big Bearcat. Yeah, you, know, you see, we did jersey dress up day two two weeks in a row. Guess what I wore? Bearcat jerseys. We also did rookie dress up, and it was just random costumes. Was what they went with random costumes for the rookies. But it wasn't just the rookies. It was anybody who hasn't dressed up before, too. So, like, PJ Higgins was wearing something. Nico is about to be ARB eligible. So he took it. That's like, your it like whole a champ. Team. And you know what? You know what's super pro about Nico is that he he mentioned to someone that he had never dressed up. And they so they got him a costume. And then I was like, what's going on? This guy's played a hundred and. 50 games for us this year. He's hitting 300 and he's about to be an art. Why, why is he dressing up? Uh, and he wanted to be a part of it and did it and did no complaints at all. Some other, there's some other people out there that would have complained in that situation would have said, oh, I have three years in the show. I'm not dressing up, but he said, did you ever dress up Ian? Nope. That is unbelievable. And that's piss poor <laughs> leadership. Piss poor. Nope. Complacency. I'm telling you in Chicago, complacency. That is. But I actually I, I am. But too. I actually am in Arb. So. That, so, so that's what they say. It's like a rule. It's like not that. Like if you lose your rookie status, that's like you still have to carry beer and everything. It's like that usually goes until you've reached Arb, and then you're free. I. Uh, I de- I didn't because what happened was, I think the last year they dressed up was 2016. Could have been 15, but. There was all that blowback because guys were dressing most for the most part. They were dressing players up as cheerleaders or, you know, other 
female oriented things. Uh, and there was a lot of blowback. And so there was a couple years span there where basically you weren't allowed to do anything. There was no hazing, no dressing up allowed. And last year, and then you had COVID. So last year was the first time that I had seen rookies dressed up actually in uh, in my career. It was pretty interesting. And they did minions last year. Then they did uh, costumes this year. It was great fun. It was great fun. They The rookies went over to Raising Canes and got uh, food for everybody um, and did not drop them off early in front of the hotel. Usually it's like you drop them off half mile or a mile from the hotel and make them walk. But not in Miami, it's a little bit of a we're in a little bit of a secluded area. So didn't didn't drop them off. And they weren't that bad. Account. Like, I think I saw no. Husey and Erich were Buzz Lightyear and Andy. Yeah, there was like some uh, or not Andy. What's PJ the was the account? Hulk. Woody, Woody, clean Woody. it up, Woody. <laughs> oh, boy. PJ, PJ was, was Hulk. the Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, the Tin Man out there with the lion. From the Wizard of Oz, we had some good ones, but even if you had to dress up, what are you what are you dressing up as? Like if you if they made you do it, um, my idea was to was to make uh, Wade Miley the mother duck, since he's our oldest player, and then make all the rookies dress up as like ducklings and like follow him around. This might be a I I don't want to take a shot at a friend of the pod, but isn't Jan Gomes older than Wade Miley? Maybe just barely. Okay. Wait, Wade's older. But that would be hilarious if he was the mother duck and everyone was just following yeah, him. Had to follow him around. I thought that would have been really funny. He would have done it too. Wade he would have done it. That's hilarious. Yeah, he would have loved it. Is he one of your? He's got to be one of your favorite teammates. Wade like over the years. Yeah, Wade's a beauty. He's a beauty. I mean, unbelievable teammate. Even when he's, even when he's been hurt, he's been like around super involved traveled um and like really cared about everything that's going on and him pitching has been really really fun to watch even you know pitching through you know what injury and coming back and have being you know he's a guy that doesn't need the pitch clock either he uh he has his own clock (laughs) it's beautiful it's beautiful and last night you know he gave up some some runs last night but it wasn't, you know, he was out of a couple innings. He had some bad luck. Um, it, there was a crazy play last night. He throws a cutter in on this dude's hands. Breaks broken bat, okay? Ground ball to third. The bat is also tracing the same line. So the bat goes over the third base bag, hits Bodie in the shin, and then the ball hits the base. And pops up just enough so that Bodie can't get it in time to get the runner. His first and second, two outs. It was crazy. Bat and ball went in the same direction, exact same direction. The ball hit the base. Couldn't get any more lucky as a hitter or less lucky as Wade. Wade Miley also rehabbed for us. I think he made like four different starts, and he bought spread for us every single time he came down to make a start. So he bought us like four different spreads. That's what Michael, Michael Pineda did the same thing. Yeah. I think he's made more starts for the Iowa Cubs than the Cubs. We loved having him. Great pace. He'd give us like four or five shutty every time. Like <laughs> it was awesome. Guys were uh, guys were giving him like Jan and some of the guys were giving him some shit about <laughs> making more starts for the Iowa Cubs than for us. And he, uh, I think the one start that he made South Bend, he cut, he got lit up, 
And he's so funny. He came back. He's like, those guys are swinging at every pitch. God damn. They were on my shit. What what age or how much showtime do you think you need to buy spread for a rehab appearance? Like, what do you think is like the like, where are you okay to not buy it? If you're up and you know you're going back up, get the boys some pizza or Chipotle. It's like 700 bucks. Because we had a couple guys not get it for us this year. But we had Keegan. Keegan came down for literally 24 hours and bought a spread. I think as long as you've to, I think, yeah, anything over a year, as long as you've got your dude, no way, no way, dude. If you're, if you're hurt and you go down and you know, you're going back up you should, you could buy spread one day. I agree because you're making four times what spread costs. And you got one, one, you got a one flap down there. You're buying spread. (laughs) That pitch clock turns off. You're buying spread. I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's fair, but I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't hold it against. Right. I agree. Somebody if they were, if they were in the big leagues, if they got called up and then they were, you know, there and then they got hurt and then they came down to make a rehab something, they were going back up, but it wasn't like, Hey man, you're a big leaguer for the rest of your life. Like I wouldn't yeah, blame but that guy. There, right. Right. There's also times where guys get hurt and that sucks. And then they get, they come off of their, um, rehab assignment, and then they get optioned right away. Like that that's sucks. Brutal. It's tough. That's brutal. But yeah, we had but- a guy when we were in Iowa, first year in the big leagues, probably about maybe two months, three months, maybe. And he bought everybody, or he brought in a bunch of um, coffee from Starbucks for everybody. Like that's yeah. plenty. That's a nice move. It's great. That's yeah. my my thing. Is like if you just get like Chick Fil A pregame, like yeah. that can't be too yeah. much. Can't yeah. be. <laughs> I think that's, I think, I don't know. I think that's like a privilege to do. I think it's a really cool thing. Oh, it's yeah. obviously it sucks that you get hurt or something, but I think you're in a really cool spot where it's like, yeah, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy a spread for the boys. You know, like everybody, I don't know. You just make everybody kind of yeah. look forward to it. It's like, oh, sick. Like he's buying spread. You know, I th- like I said, I think it's a privilege to go through. I mean, I remember in Loe when Jay Hay rehabbed with us, that was the first time we ever had someone buy a spread and we had like Bruce Chris. I was like, oh my yeah. God, this is incredible. Most generous person on the planet. Yes. Quite literally. He literally. just got the uh, the Roberto Clemente award for the Cubbies. That's awesome. He's, he's done some really cool stuff in the community. He just He's building this facility. I saw that. I think it's on the west side, but it's a massive facility where they're going to be able to do a bunch of baseball activities, indoor stuff. Like It's big commitment and really, really cool that he's being that That's invested awesome. and involved in the city. Especially in Chicago when four months of the year, you can't five months of the year, you can't really go outside and play baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he, him winning the league wide rubric money would be really cool. I think that's a really cool award. It's a huge honor. Not only be up for consideration, but if you win that one, that's a big deal. It's one of those like in the NFL, like the Walter Payton man of the year award, I think is theirs. Like that's one like guys win it. And they're like, it's one of the coolest awards you can get. We got one of our favorite segments coming up. Okay, favorite segments. It's Tom getting interrogated about the Yankees. You know who it's brought to you by this week? It's brought to you by Roman. What do you have to say about Roman, Dakota? GetRoman.com. Is it backslash compound or is it code? Backslash compound. compound. GetRoman.com backslash compound. 20% off your first order. There. I mean, so much to say about Roman so much to say they uh Roman swipes 
convenient over-the-counter wipes that are clinically proven to help you last longer. Not really sure how those work, but that's uh, over-the-counter wipes. All swipes orders include free two-day shipping and arrive in unmarked packaging. Try today for as little as two seventy-five per swipe. Anything else you want to say about the about the swipes? Try swipes today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get twenty percent off your first order at getroman.com/compound today. That's getroman.com/compound today. Twenty percent off swipes. Roman swipes. Swipes. Anything you want to say, Tom, about the swipes? Zach was just screaming about the swipes there. I had to, we had to mute his mic because he was talking so much about Roman. It's crazy. Especially the backslash compound. Slash, not back, just slash. Oh, slash. Don't confuse Sorry, the yeah. listeners. It's just one slash. Yep. 20% off Roman swipes. What's the code again? Just, just, just slash, slash compound. compound. No code. Just, That's what I meant. I meant slash. Roman.com slash? slash compound. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, Tom. Yes. Hey, man. I play in the NL Central. Some people say it's not the toughest division in baseball. You know what I say? How's that sweep by the Cardinals? And how's that two out of three of the Brewers? Tough cookies for the Yanks. Tough cookies. Nice to see Rizback hit a homer. What do you got? Judge had two homers. 58. 58 and counting. 59. Is it 59? Oh, it's 59? Ooh. Yeah, 59, 59. Judge is on another level. Um, I mean, that's been, it's been – you're getting to the point now where I'm trying to just enjoy this historic season, you know, like it's – Oh, now we're at the point where you're enjoying it. Who well, for Zach Judge. Judge, <laughs> Judge specifically. Judge specifically, like the rest of the Yankees, I think I saw a stat. This was like a, maybe a week ago, so I don't know how updated it is since then. But the rest of the Yankees had like a 630 OPS and Judge had like a one dot because, of course, he does. He has this a 1.2. Like yeah. This month, he's got like a 330 OPS plus because he's just been insane. Uh, I did see this stat that I that got me nervous. Talking Yanks read out that Judge has not had a stretch because I think there's 18 games left. He's hit at least three homers in every 18 game stretch he's played this year, which is obviously what he needs to break the record. So hopefully he does that. I'd love to see him end up at like 66, 65. That'd be a really cool area for him to uh, to finish at. He has right now a slugging of 701. <laughs> that is <laughs> absurd. League, league average OPS is like 707 on the year. So his slugging is better than almost everyone else's OPS. <laughs> I saw his slash line, and I saw that seven in front of the slug. That's unbelievable. That's and, unbelievable. That's like high school numbers. And you said they're getting Bader back, right, Tom? Bader back today. And Scotty's nice close. To Riz, nice to have Riz in the lineup. Riz hit a homer in his return. That was a big deal. He was like three for six, I think I saw. Yeah. That was uh, just a little bit of firepower out of that offense on Sunday. It looked a little bit. It's just a, it's just a longer lineup to get through when you add some of those guys in. And that's a big deal. It makes it easier for everybody. When the lineup uh, is short, it just it makes it tougher on everybody because everybody has to pick up the slack of not having some of the horses. And horses make it easier on everybody. That's why they're the horses. So big, big deal. That just big proves the, more of what Judge was doing, even if not looking at his stat line. 
just putting the team on his back day in and day out and not coming out of his approach where it's like, Hey, I need to do something and I'm still going to, but I'm still going to walk and I'm still going to hit my base hits when they're given to me. The fact that guys are still pitching to him is kind of insane to me. Right. But they they, they can't really pitch to him now if you're getting guys back. I mean, they have to pitch to him. I'm saying when they got Rizzo after him and then Stanton and Torres and fucking Donaldson and, I know. Unbelievable lineup. Having him on the leadoff, leading off is the greatest thing that they've made. I know that when you have protection, it's like, yeah, you have to pitch to him. But think about like, dude, Barry Bonds. They never pitched to Barry Bonds. It didn't matter that they had a World Series caliber team. It's like you're not pitching to him. Like, I don't understand how people still pitch to Trout. Like, I just think that now because the reports for pitchers are just like throw your nastiest shit. And like, instead of just like blatantly walking somebody it's like well if you start it maybe you can get him to swing just off or maybe you can get him to chase this and then they make a mistake right over the heart of the plate because trying not to throw it over the plate but like greg maddox talking about facing barry bonds like hey it's really easy to pitch to you threw him four but did not throw in the strike zone no it's it's crazy people i actually saw something it was like people were complaining like oh judge is getting all these middle middle pitches it's like yeah if you're a pitcher and you're like hey don't leave something over the plate. Guess where it's going? Over the middle of the plate. You know, like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, just trying to be, like, so careful of the edge, leak it back over Homer. Right, and that's what people are always like, how do you miss with that pitch there? It's like, I don't know, do you see that behemoth of a human standing in the middle, like, of the plate or on the batter's box? Like, And I feel like he doesn't have – like, a lot of hitters have, like, a hole. Like, they have, like, one weakness where it's, like, all right, like, if you go fastball up, like, he's swinging underneath it every time. Like, you can go sliders down away, but, like, he reaches everything. I think the only one he is, hits. like, down and in. It's, like, down sinker, and in's like the, sinkers but, down and in. But I feel like he can get to that, too, sometimes. Like, it, it's – that's your best chance, but, like, he gets to everything. The fact that he's hit sliders as well as he has this year, that's kind of been his one – if you were, like, going to get him, like you said, like, slider down and in, slider away – that was pretty much it. And now I think he's got like a almost 800 OPS on sliders this year. Like if, he, if he's doing that, it's just, it's just unfair. Cause he's obviously going to mash fastballs. One of the, uh, one of the homers he hit in Milwaukee that day, the oppo one, I think was the first one he stop, hit in the second stop, deck stop, oppo stop, over the bullpen. Stop, stop. stop. I that saw oppo. that and I was like, wait a minute. If I saw a lefty hit that ball, I would have been like, Ooh, that's, crushed he just like flicked it that way oppo in the second deck i was like oh my i hit a ball oppo the other day like off the bottom of the wall and i was like damn i got that shit that's great bro that was like way way back oppo and i understand like milwaukee's kind of a launching pad but like i don't care i don't care do you know he had five barrels on sunday five Yeah, he hit every ball over 110. I don't want to talk about it, Tom. I hit a ball 112 yesterday on the ground, 111.9 on the ground to third base, and I was like, that's absolutely roped. I was out. Hey, hit in the This air. guy's hitting balls 110 to 113 in the air every time. We tweeted this, but I'll, I'll fluff you really quick. You hit the hardest homer off to Grom since 2018 That when you hit yours <laughs> last week. Rushed. One eleven point nine, I believe. What was so, the yeah, launch was too? You said thirty eight. What was the launch? Know, something yeah. like that. Yeah, mid to high thirties. That was high. You're bad. You got juice. You're bad. Ian. Statcast. Whatever the system said. Four oh four oh seven. 
Yeah, okay. yeah, that seemed low. I was surprised. Doesn't when seem math. Though. Wait, Dakota, hold that thought. Some yes, Dakota, um, Hap, you mentioned Barry Bonds. Could you? So that guy has over seven hundred home runs, and he got walked slash intentionally walked a ridiculous amount. Could you imagine just throwing to him and not intentionally walking him that many times? How many more? He might have had a thousand homers. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, every time the ball was in the zone, pretty much he was hitting homer. So, oh, can I? I don't want to get off topic and start screaming about defensive metrics. I saw something. I'm going to keep it kind of on topic. I saw judges like a 10 war season, right? There's only been a handful of 10 war seasons. Tom, you can correct me. It's like 20 ish, 10 more seasons of all time. Yeah. I was looking at this last night. If he got to 11 war right now on uh fan graphs, he's at 10.4. So 11 war is certainly possible in the last 18 games. He'd be one of eight players all time to have 11 war and one of, or I'm sorry, eight, eight seasons, five players. Cause bonds did it. I think four times and mantled it. <laughs> I believe three times. Okay. Twice. Uh, Trout Trout's up there with a 10 war season. I'm not sure if anybody else in the mod, like Mookie had a 10, a 10 war. Mookie season. had a 10 war season in the last, let's call it 10 years. Right. I think those are the only two guys in the last 10. Metrics have come a long way in the last 10 years. The way wars calculated get changes every five days. Defensive metrics change every couple of years. How the fuck are we quantifying Mickey Mantle's defensive war? Everything is based <laughs> on stat cast and the projectability of you catching a ball, how hard it's hit off the bat, where it's going. What are we doing? We're going back to Roger Hornsby and we're figuring out that the softball pitch that he hit was hit hard <laughs> enough to make that. What are we talking about? How do these guys have? Oh, he had an 11. Did he have an 11 more? So you're telling me you're telling me in 2001 or 2002, whenever Barry Bonds is out there, his head's a size 17 melon. He's playing left field. And you're telling me he's like, oh, that dude had a great defensive year out there and left. I know he was a gold glover earlier in his career, but you're telling he, me that Barry Bonds? No, he graded to below defensively. Actually, his like his highest war season is in the 73 home run year. It's the year before because he actually graded out better defensively. But uh, how are you grading him defensively? Statcast wasn't a thing. There was know, no man. metrics out there. You weren't tracking him. What's the defensive grade? He made less errors. He threw a couple guys out. I believe they have DRS or OAA, one of those two available for that time period. So I think they, someone was up in the booth tracking them with a pencil. What I, are we doing? I, they're, post, they're posting it on Twitter, too. I, I'm, I'm so confused about all this. What are we how are we measuring if baby Ruth was a really good defender out there? There's no way right, I'm done. I'm done yelling about it. That's it. That's all I got yelling about this. I'm just saying with all of the shit. With all of the with all of the stuff, all of the war calculations, the fact that the guys in the last 10 years that have actually done those 10 war seasons been worth, you know, that many more wins than everybody else in the league. Very, very impressive. And judge should be paid as much as he wants. Whatever he wants. Does he go back to the Yankees? Tom, are Yankees fans going to um, riot in the streets if he doesn't, if they don't sign him back? I think it depends where he goes. I think if he went to like Boston, that would be that'd be particularly bad. I think if he went to San Francisco, which feels like it's in play, he grew up in Fresno, um, that would be, I think Yankee fans would obviously be upset, but I think a lot of that would be an ownership 
and the front office for not getting this done before this awesome season. So, I if mean, he goes to Boston. Are they going to call him a traitor and be mad at him? I know some Yankee fans specifically who would do that. I personally would not feel that way, but I think some would. If a team offers him four hundred million dollars and he signs with them, you can't like you can't yeah. be mad at him. No matter. Yeah, I just don't think the Red Sox are going to do that. They've they've been pretty cheap the last couple of years. I, I, that'd be yeah. Very Maybe they they're saving that. up for him. Question. I mean, yes. Speaking of the uh, Giants, Zach's got a new boss, Scotty yeah. Harris. Yep. Scotty Harris, former Cubby assistant GM, went to San Francisco, was there for three years as the GM under the president of baseball ops. Now he is the new president of baseball ops for the Detroit Tigers. Zach, how do you feel about your new boss? You met him yet? You talked to him on the phone? Said hi? Uh, no, haven't. Pretty cool for the for the club, though. So uh, you're saying he didn't call you right away. One and oh, one and oh, under his uh, under his leadership. Huh. He's got he's got to love you. He's the next cubby. He was here. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that's yeah. why, I'm sure that's why they hired him too. Like, hey, we got to figure out five nine. You know, I'm like, well, yeah, actually, you know? his last year was uh was nineteen. So, you know, he was way in on the Zach short train. Yep. Way I in. got traded. He left. You know, I don't blame him. Don't yeah. blame him at all. Once you got traded, he said, "What's even the point in being here anymore?" You know. Yeah. I mean, listen, guys, it happens all over the place. I just never expect it to happen to me. You know, it's kind of the things you dream of, but. I think it was a long-term play where he traded you the Tigers knowing one day he'd be. Yeah. Back with the Tigers. I got traded and he kind of looked at me like, yo. All good. All good, dude. Ian, I have a question for you. Do you want to make it the cuts question? Yeah, I do. I do. This is. What Dakota, do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about it? I didn't get the email, so you're going to you talk, talk about it. Yeah, you know what? This is the Dakota Cuts question of the day. We are a big Cuts podcast. Um, I've been. I'm actually rocking. I was going to say, is your hat Cuts? Let's go Cuts. These are both Cuts, actually. Ooh, I'm going to wear this this yeah, way for the rest of the time. Uh, performance apparel for the modern professional, quickly becoming go-to clothing brand it is i am just going to talk from the heart about cuts because i actually really like cuts um their stuff is like not only is it great materials and great fits but it's so versatile you can wear it to the ball yard you can wear it to dinner you can wear it walking around you can wear it with jeans you can wear it with sweats i'm way in way in on cuts they did send me the uh the joggers the joggers, you guys get the joggers. I did. I, I have not gotten a package from them. Tom, that's messed up. Maybe get Dakota a package. Uh, I got the joggers a little tight. I had to give them. I had to give them away. They were tight on the thighs. But you so got a, you, you got a big uh you know I you got big, big legs. Yeah. I I wish I will go get another size so that I because I really like the way they fit from the knee down. Uh, really into the joggers, but. Regardless, uh, 15% off your first order, cutsclothing.com slash compound, cutsclothing.com slash compound, 15% off the only shirts worth wearing. This I'm serious when I say this is an easy, easy ad to read because their shit's good. Would you say I feel like it's clothes you can wear like to a nice dinner as well? Like they're they're nice and like they're athletic wear, but they're nice enough clothes that 
you can wear it to a nice dinner in Miami. Yeah, you could. You can rock shirt and the sweatshirts. The sweatshirts are great. We got we got the fall come. Sweatshirts are great because you can you can dress them up, dress them down. Super comfortable. You can also rock them under a nice little jacket. It's kind of style that Zach would like. Zach, you're into cuts. I love it. I've I've been on cuts. I been uh, on cuts. Stayed on cuts. Yeah, I actually wore them when they came in. I brought them on the road this week, and I wore a cut shirt every day to the field. That's it. Let's go. You know? And like you said, you can wear whatever you want. Went out to dinner. Actually, wore that as well. Um, I mean, like it's just you know, it's it's like a utility player. Put them anywhere. They play. That's a well good put. ad. You should, Very well put. You should, you should sell them back that ad. My bad. What's your what question? What's your cuts question? My question to you. Your cuts question. Does it go through your mind, and hopefully it does so that I didn't put this in your head, you're at 17 homers. In your head, do you have a goal of reaching 20 by the end of the year? You got 15 games left. Yeah, round numbers are a big deal. Like, is that something, like, obviously you're going into another year, Arb, and that yeah. helps. Like, is that something not that you think about when you're at the plate, but are you like, man, that'd be great if I can get to 20. Yeah. Round numbers, round numbers are important. Just, you know, for Arb, sure. But more for like, yeah, your career, your baseball card, like all that shit. Like I, all those, it's like stolen bases, doubles, homers, RBIs, runs, like all those things. Like if you can get to another, whatever the next round number is like that, that stuff's all important. But 20 homers is one that like try to take a lot of pride in you know, 20 for multiple years is a big deal. I've done it twice. Um, and this year, especially like being able to have as many games in his bats as I have um, be really nice to hit that 20 mark. I had, you know, it's tough. You know, you hit throughout the course of the season to hit 20 homers. Like you basically have to like stuff goes wrong so many times. So like you have to end up like I hit one just foul in New York, like second deck, three feet foul around the pole. And it was just, oh, and then like we were at home at Wrigley and I hit one like a hundred at 35 or, th- or, you know, maybe close to 40 when was blowing in right down the right field line, when was blowing in, blew it back. It's like, oh. So you just like all those little things. You're just like, just, just sneak a couple out. Yes. Tom. Look, look. Do yeah. you know what happens if you hit three more, by the way, we, we were talking about, they need to get the special baseballs for judge. We need to get special baseballs for Ian Happ. Oh, 104 career homers, all time. John boy, media lead one Oh six with Trevor blue more by the end. Oh of the shit. Year, really? Three more gets the- me that that's a big, that's a double big deal. Huh? Yes. So wow. I've, I've had my if you I've, all, I've known the whole year if you hit twenty that would give you the all time John Boy Media lead. Zach is third, by the way. My bad. Was, it's Trevor, Ian, Zach. So we're talking to the two of the top three of all time at John yep. Boy Media. Yeah, that would it's be impressive. that would be a big deal. I uh, yeah, I would love to love to squeak a couple more out before the end. Let's of get the you campaign. to let's get you to an eight hundred OPS. You're currently at seven ninety eight. Let's get you to thanks ten for, bags. Thanks for you that. Get, you got eight bags. Let's get two more. Let's get to 10. Okay. You've been called four secret. times. Here's a secret. I used to do it in low A. <laughs> if you see a dirt ball, leave early enough, and sometimes they'll give you a stolen base. Just take a chance. Steal, steal. Take a chance. Back. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> guys are out of it. Who cares? It's all good. Oh, hey. What? I saw I think something. Dirt, they I were think mathematically eliminated. Stolen bases. What? I think dirt ball reads should be stolen bases. I'm they 100% you. should. If Unless it stay, goes. 
Unless it goes to the backstop. If Unless it goes to the backstop. In the dirt, it should be. For sure. Because if they're going to give you a caught stealing for going and getting thrown out, they better get a, give you a stolen yeah. base for it going. It shouldn't be a caught stealing. It should be a caught pass ball. Yeah, it should be yep. something. It shouldn't be a caught stealing if you're also not, not going to give you a stolen base. Right. Right. Pass ball. I'm fucking with you, man. <laughs> Tell you what. Dakota, all of, my, all of my caught stealings are like trying to – Trying to go early, like on a pitcher's tendency, like trying to go early. Yeah. And they hold just long enough. And you're like, damn it, you got me. You, How you are paying attention. It really, oh, God. Every time, it have, I haven't been, I, I got thrown out at third once, but three times I got thrown out at second. And not one of them was like running and sliding in. It was like take off and the guy steps off. And I'm like, fuck. Like, oh, you got me. Damn Is that it. not the worst <laughs> feeling in the world? Like you have it, you're like, oh, I got his timing. You take two steps and he doesn't move. You're like, fuck. Because if you like the ones that you actually get him, where you take two steps and then he goes and lifts his leg, you're like, ah. oh, it's tough. What a dumb sport. Slow screen time. Yeah, let's see the screen. I think mine's really bad from yesterday. I just want to put it out there. I think it's really bad. I don't think mine was very good yesterday either. We I, had, I already looked at mine. I know it's I'm bad. not going to make excuses for myself because that's not who I am. But the bus ride in Miami from the show hotel we're at to the field is really long. Zach's going to love mine because I'm going to tell him what my top app was and he's going to appreciate it. My screen time was 6.52, but an hour 42 is on TikTok. That's just, you know, that happens sometimes. You get caught in a hole. Can you guys hear this construction that's going on? No. My mic's amazing because I'm I'm in a construction. I'm in a war zone right now. I, I think I think my mic is a little bit better than your guys's mic, though. You know, it's been nice. No, man. you don't have the flexibility that we have. Look at this thing. Look at look at me. Look at me. Look at this thing. You know what we shouldn't do? Let's not play with all the audio. Let's just let it be. <laughs> just uh, your default microphone has been changed. Oop. My Sloan. My Sloan screen time is five hours and two minutes. Damn it. That's mine's high five, for you. Mine's 521. Wow, Damn wow, it. wow. That's a 502 winner. Come on, Tom, save me. Save me from being Tom, the highest. Yeah, well, what if I won? What if I won? You don't know. I don't believe that you did. Uh, 829 did not win. Ah, it's not ah. terrible. It's not terrible. Mine, 502 mine on winner. Sunday was horrific because I just watched so many videos and interviews on the Jets game. <laughs> just soaked in all the information. I'm telling you, I watched it. You know how they have like YouTube things every week on it? Yeah. I watched a 20 minute video probably seven times. Hey, you can't spell elite without Flacco. Can't do it. Guy throws for 304 touchdowns. You shitting me? <laughs> oh, yeah. game's over? No, it's not. 99% win probability. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for scoring, you elves. Elves. What a joke <laughs> was, of an organization. That was Sloan screen time and Sloan yelling at, about the Jets. And yeah, we have two. We have two more in-season episodes. <laughs> yeah, two more in-season episodes. One, well, one more for me and Zach. Only we're done next. Uh, yeah, Wednesday. wait. How's that? How's that going to work next week? What do you mean? Because we play. We drive Sunday after the game. Play you guys Monday. We get in at like six in the morning, probably seven in the morning. We'll probably either after. Why don't we figure that out off the air? Here we yeah. go. Hey, uh, this has been episode 128 of the Compound Podcast. Rum, We're rum, now going to get off the air. Rum, rum. going to talk about logistics. We'll see you next week. Presented by Parse Rum. I love Parse. You love rum. Parse Rum. See you next week.